It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, August 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back from the weekend into another Venus podcast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Yeah, enjoyed it. It was lovely weather. Was outside. Went to a cool concert and out in a farm and... Very cool. That was Michael Bernard Fitzgerald, right? And yeah. our friend J.J. Shiplett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing this awesome farm tour where they're just going and playing at different farms. They have this, like, wedding tent that they're setting up. Hmm. And uh, Michael Bernard Fitzgerald has a, a new baby. So the baby was napping in the trailer on the farm, and he was performing live. And then his uh, wife was doing the merch, and they're just touring <laughs> around the country, and this is what they're doing. So it's pretty awesome. And the weather was perfect. What it a was, cool place to see a show. Oh, yeah. And the sunset was beautiful. It was great. Yeah, It's crazy hot here, well, I mean, for Calgary, by Calgary standards, and yeah. it has been for weeks, and it shows no signs of letting up. That's yeah, crazy. It's wild. Um, yeah, our weekend was was great too we had family in town from saskatchewan right so and we were also watching our friends kids because they were at a wedding right so we had six kids and five adults in the house oh my god and it was hectic yep it was busy that like was six busy. kids is a lot of, and they're all between the ages of two and seven oh, so it was yeah. just uh it was good though it was i mean we had so much fun we did lots we again like you said the weather was great we re- were really making this summer count so far yeah and like our new house has quite a bit more space, so it, it didn't seem too packed in there. That's awesome. Whereas, like, our old house, we just wouldn't have been able to do that. It would have, no. Someone would have killed someone else. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, still got some cool plans before the summer's over in, like, two weeks, basically. So, we're... Don't say it like that. We're There's doing... lots of summer left. Well, our friend made a joke. Our friend Josh on our sales team made a joke that, like, he posted the forecast for Calgary, and he said, it's hard to believe that it's going to snow in two weeks. And... He's only kind of half joking. Yep. Like in Calgary, that's uh, there's a good yeah, that's a good chance. Mid September could very easily see some snow. Totally, right? not that would last, but no, that would. It will be there. It's weird. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about our friend who is the biggest sports fan you've ever heard of, and Shauna brings receipts to prove that. Uh, can your posture be too good? We're talking about families eating dinner together. Don Cherry makes an appearance. The goat of nerds, which we uh, kind of hinted at last week. Yep. An etymology, some Fortune 500 businesses, a type of driving school that Shauna would like to open up. Uh, I encountered a nude beach on the weekend. Yeah. Some retail rock. First, your out of context clip of the show. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A couple neighbors knocked on my door yesterday morning with a fire extinguisher. I was sautéing some peppers, and a couple of them, they were both the neighbors that were, they don't live together. I guess they had gathered together, and <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that the smoke, I had burnt these peppers a little bit, which was kind of intentional. I was trying to jar them a little bit. Sautéing the hell out of those things, I eh? did not realize that the smoke was clearly like, because I had the windows open and some fans that were blowing into my unit, clearly like right into theirs. So the two of them... I guess met up and we're trying to figure out the source of the smoke and we're a little bit concerned that somebody's something was on fire. And they obviously thought it warranted some one of them getting a fire extinguisher yep. and then knocking on your door. Yeah, the one is a lovely, lovely, but v- very prepared, a little bit awkward. So he had his fire <laughs> extinguisher with him and I just opened the door. I'm like, oh, hi. They're like, is... <laughs> he just blast you right in the face. <laughs> Is there a fire emergency in your unit? I wouldn't have been shocked <laughs> if he had done that, actually. He didn't, luckily. Um, 
I apologized. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sauteing some peppers. I didn't realize how smoky it had gotten. And the you guy, don't cook a whole lot at home, do you? I cook a lot more than I used to. Okay. I actually do cook, cook I, quite a bit now. Well, I remember when we first started working together, we figured out that you were, how many meals are there in a week? Seven times three, yep. 21? Yeah. I think you were eating 19 of those out? Yeah. Two at home? Yes. So that number has decreased. It's since decreased. You're cooking at home more? I cook a lot. Yeah, now... I, and well, by the sounds of it. <laughs> well, it's... So I cook a lot of stuff on Sundays so that I don't have to cook during the week. Because I, I, yeah. I still hate cooking. Meal so prep. exactly. It's just a way of like having stuff that I then don't have to cook every night. Because that's when I won't I won't cook. So uh, these... They did... The, the awkward man also mentioned to me, was like, this isn't the first time that... <laughs> I can't. I that can't was probably criticize. me as well. Okay. I, I can't criticize anyone. I don't cook a lot either. I boil water. So I'm lucky McKenna does all the cooking at our house. But no. And when I'm um, cooking for just myself, I my standards go way down. So I <laughs> I don't mind if things are a bit charred. So needless to say, the the neighbors have noticed. Uh, the good news is they're never going to be inviting. I'm never going to have to feel obligated to make them dinner. I'm never going to feel no. like I need to invite them over because they see what's going on in there and they. They will not want to be a part of that. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I've got another retail rock song I'd like to add to the list if I could. Please. Uh, this was playing at the dentist office. And I've got to argue, like, I think the dentist music is even more retail rock than retail rock is. You know what I mean? Like, if you were to take it to the next level, we were to go retail rock into dentist, I feel like dentist wins. The dentist doesn't have its own playlist, though. Whereas mm. grocery stores do. Yeah. The dentist just has right. the most middle of the road radio station yes. in town playing, right? Like you won't hear X at a dentist office. No. Nope. Uh, unless it's a really cool dentist. And <laughs> this was a yeah, yeah, I know. Very not, rarely. I'm not a regular dentist. I'm a cool dentist. I'm a cool dentist. <laughs> I'm the alternative dentist. It's like a real safe like mom rock kind of station, right? Like so. the, the most unbelievably safe. Every time you're like this is yeah, you can't walk into a dentist office and not hear that music, yeah. right? Like if you don't, you're like there's something wrong here. I sniffed something wrong. Anyway, this song was playing. Oh, there we go. Got it? Yeah, I got it. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Oh, yeah. Woo! Like, not only is that soft, it, beyond soft, also, you're like, geez, like... My dad would call that nice music if you're dying. Absolutely. <laughs> That's honestly... Right? But that song is uh, by Great Big World, and yeah. I was thinking about this, and I was like, I don't, is there, do you know any other song by them? Like, I, I think could... it's featuring Christina Aguilera, too. Oh, I could be yeah. wrong. I used to work for Virgin Radio right. in Edmonton. I worked yeah. for Virgin Radio. Virgin there, Radio. And we played that song. Yeah. Um, and I think it still does live on some of the mom rock stations. Yeah. It's a real mood okay. killer when it comes on, let sure me tell you. Yep. I was <laughs> happening in the dent. I was like, wow, okay. Um, You're vibing in the, in the control room, and then that song comes on. You're like, oh, I guess I'll just. I need to go for a walk and think about my life <laughs> for a second here. Can we? Can we... Somebody. <laughs> You're laying in the I... dentist chair with your mouth like, open. Holy crap. Like, can you just. Hold on. Hold on. Stop with the drilling for a moment. We need to. Yeah. We need to all have a good cry Guys, here together. I'm not feeling so good anymore. <laughs> Yeah, there are places I'd rather be than in the oh dentist chair with that song Lordy playing. Let me tell you. That was just mood ruiner. <laughs> Woo. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. In the past on this show, we have talked about the two nude beaches in Calgary. Yes. So there's the one in the Weasel Head, just east of Sutina Trail. Which is funny that's in the Weasel Head. Yeah. That's great. The, the new leg of Sutina there. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's apparently a hidden one in Fish Creek, which is just below Canyon Meadows Drive. 
And on the weekend, my brother-in-law was visiting from Saskatchewan and went for a bike ride through Fish Creek, and it was super hot. And I told him, I was like, apparently there's a clothing optional beach around oh, here. Yep. Let's go check it out. Mm. So we, it's not easy to find. Uh, we figured, you know, if it was kind of a big open space, maybe we would go for a dip. Yep. And uh, we come around the... So you have to cross the creek, and we got our bikes, and we come around the corner. And uh, the first thing I see is I peek my head around the corner. Uh, the beach is very small, mm-hmm. and I could see there were a few people on it through the trees, but the first thing that I saw was an older fella, the most tanned fella ever. Oh, yeah. Belly out, full piss weasel, yep. looking right at me. Totally. Huh. And I was like, I don't, uh, doesn't look like there's a lot of room there, so, uh. You'd have to slide by his piss weasel? Probably brush against it. Excuse me, sir. Could you? <laughs> I'm like, nope. Nope. I'm standing right here. Remove your Jim Douglas. <laughs> nope. So we just kind of backed up the way we came, and uh, <laughs> off we went. That's really fun. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, if it was, if it was some people clothed, some that weren't, and, like, if it was more spacious, yep. I probably would have gone for a dip. Might even have stripped down and gone for a dip. Mm. But uh, it was very intimate, let's say. You it have to very... tap ham candles to <laughs> get it tap in and <laughs> out. You like, it's your turn. Yeah, no, just touch right there. Yep, good. Your and turn. I, and I was thinking, I guess I would imagine that the people there probably all know each other. Yeah, right? they're probably regulars. Um, yeah. So we we have seen each other's pork nuggets quite a bit. They have. Yeah, they're familiar been, with them. We would have been newcomers. New so ones. Just... Hey, let's take a look there. And okay, good, good. Yep. Oh man. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> you you gave it a shot. You we checked did. it out and gave it an honest effort. Know. And there there she is. Cool. So uh, yep. Yeah, wasn't for me, but if it's for you, well, there's the cool. speckles. Yep. There you go. Cool. BNS in 20 minutes or less. So as you know, Beckler, I love the East Coast accent. It is my favorite accent by a mile. <laughs> Just a huge fan of it. I also enjoy it. Oh, yes. my God. And uh, I was listening to somebody who had an accent, who had that East Coast accent on the weekend, and I've decided that uh, I want to start a driving school here where we only hire people from the East Coast. Because just about every word in relation to driving has that hard R sound that people from the East Coast really punch. So it would just make it would make everybody really happy. Like, just listen. Okay, so first we're going to start the car. Put your hands at 10 and 2. Then we're going to park the car. Parallel park first, then reverse park. You can't dart while you're driving as much as you'd like to. Which, watch out for that pillar. Now, now park. Now park the car. With that. Be a hoot. I would just. I would go there. These two cars. <laughs> Ten and two. Ten and two. <laughs> park, park the car. Barrel no, park you two, the boy. car. <laughs> oh my God! Just that'd be that... a hoot. That'd be a fun way to learn how to drive. I think. I think so. You know. <laughs> Even if they, ah! even if you were messing up and they were mad, you'd still... It would be even funnier, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Got a few additions to the Fortune 500 list of local businesses. Oh, yeah. This comes from a friend of the show, Jay. Uh, and he said, he, this is his message. I've discovered, probably way later than everyone else, I'm a bit slow, that tap rooms slash beer houses make excellent Fortune 500 names. They sure do. In places with bears around. And I was like, oh. Mm. Um... And I actually had noticed that. I don't know if we featured any tap houses or beer companies or anything like that on the Fortune 500 list. I don't know if we have. But Jay suggested uh, the Beer Den in Cochrane instead of the Bear Den. That's like, great. That's just clean and that simple right there. super. I'm a big fan of A that. child could get it. Yep. Uh, also, Angry Bear Growlers in Canmore. Because it's a growler. Right. And bears growl if you if you uh, never even put that together. <laughs> but yeah, 
Totally. Pretty simple. Super Pretty simple. simple. So yeah. Um, like there's you know Grizzly Paw Brewery even that I mean they have growlers which they just do works have on a Grizzly so many Paw levels. Growler. Yeah. Oh, because again, if you aren't quite with us here, bears growl. Yes, it's the sound that there's they make. Also, Grumpy so, Bear. They have a beer called Grumpy Bear Growler, which would be great. So perfect. Now they're just hitting it on all different levels. And, oh yeah. And just, I'm a fan. As a fan of puns in business names, I'm a fan. How did so. gr- the Growler get its name? Now that I think about it. Well, that'll have to be an etymology. I'm going to have to look that up, yeah. Think you could find out before the I end of the show? I think I'm going to have to find that out, yeah. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. We were just chatting about growlers, uh, and then I, I was like, "What? Where? why did a growler get a name? And a growler, for those of you who don't know, is just this thing that you use to you fill beer in it, and you bring your beer home. Big brown jug. Big Picture brown the type jug. of jug that you blow across in a jug band. Yes. <laughs> did you find the answer to this? Yeah. Look at the turnaround on that. Oh, man. Like, that is the kind of turnaround time you will only find in the medium of radio. <laughs> right? Suck it, podcasts. You okay. want to know the etymology of growler? We got it Ten minutes now. after we said it? You're, you're waiting it. a full day. Not That's with true. radio. No. Shauna's got your answer right now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so I didn't realize this, but it makes sense. Uh, as early as the 1800s, we've been using things to carry beer home from the local pubs, obviously. Mm-hmm. Used to be a pail, though. That would be the most common thing is a two-quart galvanized or enameled pail. That's what we used to just carry our beer. open to the air? Just open, open to the air. Bugs and stuff falling in it? Yeah, and that's how it got its name because apparently when the beer sloshed around, it caused the carbon dioxide to escape and created a growling noise. So they oh. called these pails we used to carry our beer home from growlers because of the noise that they made when it was sloshing around and... So there you go. Uh, this is also hilarious because prior to World War II, it was children who would bring these covered buckets of beer to their parents for dinner and lunch. They would actually deliver the beer to their parents or to workers and that kind of thing. And again, it would be carried in these growlers, quote unquote. And then as technology increased and, you know, we could get better access to glass and we could figure out how to make it so that it kept the carbonation in there a little bit yep. better, uh, growlers became what they are now, which... Uh, there's a lot of research that is done to make that a thing, but that's like the um, the beer version of going to the store to get your grandma cigarettes, totally right. Which is what yeah. many people our age and older did. Mm-hmm. A six year old just going to the counter, <laughs> being like, "Dad needs beer." Like, and sure, a, put a pail up in there. In a pail. <laughs> Do you think if I took <laughs> a, like a, like a Home Depot bucket into one of these beer houses, they'd fill it for me? What you should do is take a kid's sandcastle bucket, just plop that down. Would you mind filling this with beer for me? Etymology or... with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Last week on the show, we were talking about nerds. Yes. I don't even remember why. We were talking about the quintessential outfit and, and how it came to be that the suspenders and the high-waisted pants and the glasses mean nerd. The archetypal nerd. The archetypal nerd. And then a friend of the show texted and suggested we do the goat of nerds. It was John. Yeah. John? Friend of the show, John? Friend of the show, John. Well, messaged thanks, said, John. Yeah. Who's the greatest nerd of all time? I've compiled a list here, Shauna. Okay. Um, well, I mean, like, we, we mentioned Stephen Urkel, or Steve Urkel. St- Stefan Urkel was his cool... Right. Alter ego. Yes. Steve I was like, Urkel. Stephen Urkel. Come on now. And we're close. I was like, I call him Stephen. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, he kind of like cemented yes. the, you know, the image of the nerd in pop culture. So, and I mean, he deserves to be recognized for that. I think so. I mean, he might be the goat. Steve Urkel? Yeah. I was thinking of others that I would put into the list for consideration, though, as well. Uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Mm hmm. Big time nerd. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Huge nerd, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, t- Leonard from Big Bang Theory also. <laughs> That's kind of part of the show. They're Almost playing off of the nerdums. Yeah, everyone from Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory, just about. Yep. Uh, it, yeah, I guess it depends on like what you define a nerd as. Yeah. Because if you're talking about like, you know, that hyper focus on an academic subject or like the social awkwardness that sometimes comes along with it, yeah. then yeah, those are those are all good ones. What about like some of the the big the great scientists of all time? Oh, like Einstein or Stephen Hawking or Alan Turing. Yeah. Or like, you know, Isaac Newton, who was rumored to have never known a lover's touch, Shauna. Oh. So, I mean, that's that a would... hallmark of of nerddom right there. Totally. Yeah. I didn't know if we were going to go fictional or non fictional, but you're right. Like, for real nerds, then. Could be any one of those guys. Would be right up there. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. He yeah. also plays up on that nerd look, right? Another one. Bowtie. He also thinks he's really cool these he days, does, though. He does, right. So. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to shift away from the nerd. He's trying to get an up- update, an image update. Bowtie. Very nerdy, right? Very nerdy. Yeah. What about nerds with a big impact on the world, like Bill Gates? Super nerdy, that guy. Or Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Very nerdy. Very socially awkward. Very yeah. successful. Very it's true. good at what they did. Yeah. Sometimes those shift into like, are you a lizard, though? Because then right. that's just... You know, not necessarily nerd. That's just like, you're not from here. And I think it's fairly well established that Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard person. Definitely a lizard person. So reptilian. Yeah. Um, I pluck him out of the nerd category for that. I'm a huge fan of The Simpsons, and there are several prominent nerds on The Simpsons. I was going to say, yeah. Lisa Simpson. Of course. Martin Prince. Mm -hmm. Professor Frank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about Willow from Buffy? She's a hyper nerd as well. And she's hot. Mm -hmm. Ross from Friends. Hermione Granger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of nerds in Harry Potter too. But who would be the goat? It's hard Jeez. to say. And like, I feel like, I feel like these all kneel in the long shadow of Steve Urkel's nerdiness. I think so. so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he Urkel? might. I mean, everything. Yes, yes. He embodies nerd. Like the way he speaks, walks, talks, everything. Yeah, he's got it. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I got a message from friend of the show Olivia uh, with some texts that she got from her uncle Mike. He and his rec hockey team won their league. Oh, yeah. His team, the Average Joes. Amazing. It was the text that he had sent her talking about the game and how hard they played and how they drew energy from the fans and oh stuff. Oh, my God. And then there's a photo of Mike, and he's hoisting. It's like a mini Stanley Cup. That's And he's skating amazing. around with it, and he just looks like he's having the time of his life. As you would, okay? <laughs> As you would. And uh, <laughs> Olivia was wondering what Don Cherry would have to say about all that. And I was like, yeah. I mean, hockey media is they're talking about the World Juniors. They're talking about the off-season moves. Yep. Nobody's talking about Uncle Mike and the Average Joe's bringing it home this nope. year. All right, look at this. Forget about the World Juniors. You got Uncle Mike and the Average Joe's hoisting the adult safe Stanley Cup and everything like that. Uncle Mike got the game's first goal, and the, the team just stepped up after that. Hey, he's got the big old playoff beard. He took his bucket off to celebrate. Good Canadian kid. Probably got a bum knee, too, but he's out there playing the game like it's meant to be played. All that matters is the team worked hard, and they won the cup, Don. Uh, guys, these days, leaving for more money, going to arbitration. Not Uncle Mike. He's got the late ice time, and he's at work the next morning. All right, support the troops. Let's go. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Does your family eat dinner all together, Beckler? Like at the dinner table? My family now? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. But we didn't always. Oh, interesting. When we, when Bo was, when we just had Bo, we would often eat in front of the TV. Mm. And then my mom was like, you should make a point to eat at the dinner table because 
Like as you get busier and busier, that might be your only time like all together as a family. Totally. It's funny because that's why I ask because it was mandatory, absolutely mandatory for me growing up for our family to all eat together at the dinner table. Like it was just a thing that my mom was like, no matter what, doesn't matter what's going on, everybody is eating at the dinner table together every mm -hmm. night. And that is probably why, because it was the time that you could see each other and everything. But I was wondering if that was kind of an outdated tradition or if people still do that. No, I think it's still important to some families. Okay. And I know even for my family growing up, like we were we were so busy with sports and stuff that there was often one parent going one way with this kid and the other. So like when we could eat together, it was nice. Yeah. And uh, we tried to keep that tradition alive now. And it's great. I, we have a no, no phones at the table rule. Smart. Yeah. And it's like... You know, it's usually pretty quick, half hour, but yeah, it doesn't we matter. All sit together, but it's a time for everybody to kind of communicate and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Also hilarious because I vividly remember all of the dinner calls that would happen that went along with this, like it, when we were all kind of all over the house and it was dinner time. Right? Yep. My dad had a call and he was always far too lazy to go and get people, so instead he would, from no matter where he was in the house, have a screech like you would not believe, just. <laughs> and everybody was like, okay, yeah, there it is. Your mom would be like, Bill, can you go get the kids for dinner? Yes. And that's what he would do. That was, that's what he would do. She'd be like, well, I could have done that. Yep. <laughs> that's 100% how it would be. Yeah, just, no matter, he could be in the basement and I could be up in the, like two floors up and that's how he would be calling for baby. That was his. You're just like, holy crap, you're going to lose your voice. <laughs> Keep doing that, Dad. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a message from someone. I didn't get their name, but they said in the UK, growler means something very different. What? I didn't know. So I said, what, what, what is it? He said, my friends say it's slang for an ugly woman, but it's also implied that it's referring to what we would say beaver pelt. So they killed themselves laughing every time we said it. That's funny. So... You know, they, they laugh at a lot of our terms, that and fanny and, yeah. <laughs> fanny pack. Fanny pack. <laughs> Growler's hilarious. I'm going to go pick up a growler. And if you're from the UK, you'd be like, what? What are you doing now? Where, who are this? you picking up? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. It's a bit of an odd question for you, Shauna, but do you think there's such thing as having posture that is too good? Can you have too good posture? Hmm. I know what you mean. There like, are some people who you see and you're like, oh my. Ooh. Settle down now. Yeah. A lot of dancers have really, really good posture. I was about right? to say that. Because I saw it's part of the art form. Yes. I saw a woman walking down the street the other day and I looked at her and I was like, you are 100% a dancer. Yeah. You can tell just by the way they move. Yep. Their posture is so perfect. They're kind of up on their toes. Yep. Like, yeah, you dance. Oh, yeah. You dance beautifully, I bet. Those are the people with the posture. They're the posture people. And, like, you want good posture. Yeah. I don't have good posture. Me neither. I've slouched since I was 14 years old. I grew so much in one year that I don't think my body kept up to it. That's and how I, I feel. Yeah? That's how start, I that's feel. That's when you started slouching? Yes. Remember when I? it was me and the TA that I had to do the pictures together because yeah. I was as tall as her and everybody yeah. else was super short and it was really embarrassing. And so I started slouching because I was like, I feel like I'm too tall. I didn't even do it consciously. I just don't think my body was strong enough to like hold me that tall. And then my yeah. dad would be like, shoulders back, be proud of your height. you know. And I was like, well, it's not that I'm not proud of my height. I just don't think I'm strong enough to hold this up. And I just have never fully recovered from that. Like I still have to consciously think like to keep my head back, not forward, you know, don't. Don't like turtleneck it. Like, yep. So any, anyway, I was thinking about this the other day because there was a, I remember there was a girl in my class uh, and she was homeschooled. She was super smart, mm. but a bit strange. Sometimes homeschool kids are. Yeah. And she had just like, 
she was erect. She had the most perfect posture, just like head. I wonder Perfectly if that was part of her homeschooling. Well, I wonder. Her mom was like, nope, slapped a ruler, you know, leaned a ruler against her back. I was like, you better. It's almost kind of straight. spooky when someone has posture that good. It is. Yeah. Like, that's not how most humans like, Can you sit? just slouch a little bit? Like, just, <laughs> hey, lizard person over there, looks do like you something. Gotta, you got to stick up your poop. Yeah. Is that what's going on there? You got to stick up your poop? No, that's what it, it looks like, right? She would probably never have back problems because that thing was in line. But you sacrifice some cool points along the way. You look like a corn dog, okay? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I've decided that I don't think there is anybody in the world who is as big a fan of everything as our friend Irvin. I think he's going to win the world title of biggest fan of everything. Just have a listen. <laughs> Hear me out. So he watches every single sport. We've talked about him before. He loves every sport. So he, he'll wake up at 2 a.m. to watch matches live in tennis or soccer. Yeah, we're not just talking like big North American nope. sports. Goes without saying, he has a huge he's a huge fan of a certain hockey team, NFL, CFL, baseball, but then he he loves figure skating, he loves golf. Seriously, there loves are the Olympics. The Olympics, yeah. every single sport in the Olympics, like he, he has there is not a thing that he is not a fan of. And I think this takes the cake because this weekend he bought a 1-month membership to watch the marching band World Cup. Okay, it's not called. I don't think it's called the Marching Band World Cup, but it is but, what the the top of the marching band. The world competition, competition. the <laughs> world championships of marching band. He bought a one month subscription to watch that. That's how deep his fandom goes. Like he is a fan of absolutely everything. And does it extend outside of sports? Well, if you call marching band a sport, I mean, <laughs> I think they call they call them. Yeah. They do call it a sport. Okay. So. <laughs> yes, but it, it expands beyond that as well. But, I mean, sports, I think, are the big one. Like, he just, anything that is considered a sport or loosely... Is he that passionate in about, that like, mu any music or any, mm. like, franchises, video games, nope, anything I like that? No, I think it's sports. It's just sports. It's really sports, yeah. He's the biggest sports fan. Biggest everything in sports the world. fan. Like, in, like, I don't think there's anybody who would beat him, really. Yeah. When you think and about like, it. You know, I like sports, mm. but I usually just watch my teams. Yep. No, he watches it all. <laughs> and like he has a he has a team. He'll have a team that he'll cheer for, but right. he'll be watching or a figure beyond skater, that or, or figure a skater. Specific person in the drum line in a marching oh band. Oh my god! Or... Yeah, he'll. <laughs> he so the Calgary Stampede marching band, I guess, was in this championship. So he's cheering, of course, for the okay Calgary Stampede he's... marching band, but. He's a big Calgary fan too. He's a big like yes. booster of the city. Like anything totally. that is Calgary, mm -hmm. he's he's down for. A hundred percent. But then yeah, soccer and everything. He has other teams and yeah. Oh my god, it's just like when you see. I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna get a trophy made up for him. Biggest fan. Biggest sports fan of everything. Kind like, of a fun way to be because totally. he's like he's passionate about something. He you never meet somebody that doesn't really have any passion. Yeah, it's true. Ugh. And he gets excited. Like yeah, he'll he'll text me. You know when with our weird <laughs> schedule and he'll be like, oh, I'm up watching. The World Walter Marching Band Champion. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.